1: Welcome to the Hearts Entwined Podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, I'm excited to say I've got a lovely lady. Her name is Adrienne Everhart. What well, a lovely name, Adrian! you've got there.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you, Lynn.
1: You're very, very welcome. And today, Adrienne and I are going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that's feminine energy. Adrienne is actually a feminine energy dating and relationship coach. So she's very aligned with what I'm, I'm thinking and what I'm teaching. So I think this is going to be a fabulous episode, Adrian.
2: Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited to speak with your audience and we can compare notes on feminine energy. <laughs> Absolutely. So feminine energy, how
1: do you actually get started in terms of explaining what that is when you have clients or people listening in on your podcast?
2: Most women find me because they somehow stumble across some of my reading or a video or my podcast where I'm talking about a woman being in her masculine energy. And one of the greatest ways to know if you're in your feminine energy is if you can identify with your masculine energy more than your feminine energy. So if you think about your relationship with your partner and how often you're directing them, managing them, putting forth the effort, almost being, um, strict and, uh, to direct and to the point. And if you think about your relationship and you can feel a lot of that, like you're the one whose energy is on top of your partner and covering your partner. And think about the last little argument you had with them or, where things kind of went wrong, if you can really identify with that energy and say, oh, I have to keep my husband in line or, oh, I have to make the dates with my boyfriend or he never would. If you begin to identify with that masculine energy of moving towards something, that's the first place we start with feminine energy because feminine energy feels so different than uh, taking action and moving towards your partner.
1: Absolutely. 100% can identify with that. And having been in my masculine without realizing, because we don't know what we don't know
2: until we do, do we? Right. Yeah. We don't know what we don't know. Exactly. And in this, our society and our culture, um, we have, you know, feminine energy. We have feminist theory. We have feminism. We have so many gender topics are a hot topic right now as they, you know, should be. We should be able to discuss all of this and speak about it openly. And it really is about this discovery that I'm doing something in my relationship with a masculine energy partner. Most women desire some some traits in a masculine energy partner. They desire that. And then when they get it, they can't keep it or they're bickering or they're arguing all the time or they're at odds. And you begin to wonder like, what's wrong with me? That was a big thing I was thinking. What's wrong with me? How can I be confident, attractive, you know, have a good job, be educated and not be able to keep a solid relationship, a loving relationship with my partner. And the discovery of what I was doing, I don't wanna say wrong, <laughs> but the energy that I was in more than my feminine energy was a huge thing was my changed my world from I always say it changed my world from blue to pink and everything began to look different and all of my relationships changed and opened up and my heart opened up everything began to have so much more feeling and sensation to it because I was living in this world where you get things done and you are based on your accomplishments
1: yeah yeah been there seen that done that (laughs)
2: Yeah, so,
1: absolutely can identify with that. And I think it's important to say for any new listeners that are listening and tuning in that have not heard much about this topic before In is that um, we all have masculine and feminine energy. It's just that usually you have one more dominant natural core energy and that doesn't necessarily have to be the same as your gender, does it?
2: No, it doesn't. In fact, you can have a very neutral energy. Um, you can have a neutral energy that kind of zaps or negates a masculine or feminine energy. A good example of this is if you are, let's say you're waiting for the train and a gentleman gives you a look and he kind of says, hello, like he's interested in you. You can shut that down really quick if you're not interested. And that's more of a neutral energy coming in, It's neither masculine nor feminine. It might lean a little bit more towards masculine Mm -hmm. because it's, it's saying a hard No. But that's kind of a neutral energy. Or if you've gone through a phase in your life where you're just not interested in dating, you rather spend time with, you know, your family or pets or hobbies, you're in more of a neutral energy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I actually talk about five different energies, one of them being the neutral energy, uh, but also the unhealthy and healthy feminine energy, as well as the unhealthy and uh, healthy masculine energies.
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, when I think of unhealthy, I don't like, I'm glad you're using the word unhealthy because toxic is a big word. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's a bit too um, bandied about these days and narcissism as well. And they being people as narcissists, I, 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 you know, jumping on that bandwagon, I think is a bit extreme too.
2: It is. I love to make videos talking about narcissism, talking about toxic energy, but to clear it up and understand that you don't really want to label. It's not helping your relationship to label your partner <laughs> or anyone no. you know terms but going back to negative and positive a negative feminine energy that I run into quite a bit is anxiety and control and control can also be a, a negative or unwanted masculine energy as well so both of these energies can have their ways to have a darker side as we all do and again this is a great topic to speak about because no one really talks about this shadow side of ourselves the shadow sides of our energy where we really are, you know, we want it our way. We want to get the results we want. And feminine energy, I always say it's, it's almost like a willow just bending in the wind or it's like a cozy, comfy chair and masculine energy is like a strong tree, not flexible or a very straight upright chair. And you begin to align with these energies when you're in your relationship, especially with a masculine energy partner, you'll have this wonderful balance. It won't feel out of balance. It won't feel frustrated and um, feeling like there's anxiety or control that you're wanting to have in your relationship.
1: I think it's important that we also clarify that um, the reason that we're talking about this as a topic is because It's a polarity between healthy masculine and healthy feminine energy, which creates usually more passion, more attraction, more fulfillment in your relationship and keeps that relationship alive.
2: Oh, yeah. It's what makes your toes curl. You're just not aware of it until you start (laughs) talking about it, right?
1: Absolutely. Because I can, you know, sort of remember when I, I was in a marriage for 23 years and that relationship was good. You know, it was a happy relationship. Um, we we got on well as friends, but because I'd been through um, previous trauma, a, a serious sexual assaults in my uh, in my case, and that happened at a young age in my teens, um, I was very guarded in that relationship. You know, my heart wasn't open, um, so I was quite cold when it came to intimacy in that relationship. So um, I didn't realise I was strongly in my masculine energy, you know, and I was defaulting. To into that quite a lot. And then wondering why he was stepping more into his feminine energy and then wondered why I was not finding him as attractive anymore. Yeah,
2: yeah then there's that, right? <laughs> when we're just suddenly, our partner is just totally turning us off. Yeah. And, and we all, you know, you experience something that changed you and also allowed you to grow in a way that you otherwise would not have. And so many women have experienced trauma, uh, sexual trauma, physical, emotional, mental, by men. And we're also supposed to somehow have relationships and love these these masculine energy figures in our lives. So that was a big one for me. I was drawn to feminine energy men because they were safe. If you know. I was the dominant part, if I was the dominant one, then no one could hurt me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, I wouldn't say it was strongly, you know, I'd say more it was, um, it was very much operating in more more neutral types of energy. But mm-hmm. certainly, you know, there were times when I was strongly in my masculine energy and there were times that that would then have him default more into feminine energy rather than become more assertive. Um, yeah. There's no aggression there. Uh, and what I found was that when I ended that relationship, because I just felt like there was more um, to, to, to relationships and I felt that had run its course. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I did attract a man, then it was very strongly in his masculine energy, but then we butted heads a lot, you know, because <laughs> obviously he was picking up on my masculine energy and I didn't realize at the time. That he was picking up on that, and because this all happens unconsciously, doesn't it? And then we was having the, the, the those conflicts that often happen in relationships, and if that's usually happening, um, then that's because we're stepping into our, our masculine energy, and he's picking up on that as a, being a challenge, isn't he?
2: Yes, very very good point. Because how can you be a powerful dynamite woman and also have a masculine energy man? This is. A question, this is why I have my career. This question. This is why I did this because I'm a I am a powerful person. You are a powerful person. You know, and so so many women, we are not in the kitchen and we're not doormats and we're not just raising children. We have careers, we have hobbies and lives. We're intelligent, well-versed, loving, feeling creatures that want to have strong, healthy relationships with a masculine energy partner. And if you have a masculine energy man who picks up on your masculine energy and gets threatened by it and sees it as, I always talk about the two rams on the mountaintop just locking horns. You'll just have this experience where you're just locking horns over and over again. And it's a tough cycle or loop to get out of.
1: Yeah, very much so. Like I've been through that sort of relationship as well. You know, and and uh, <laughs> on mm. this journey of learning lots of lessons, I think I've been through all the different dynamics that you could possibly think of,
2: uh, yeah. other than
1: same sex. I have to say, <laughs> but, you know, that's just not me. But you know, certainly, I think this operates as well, and is equally true for same sex relationships. You know, I think I do feel that you have to have that polarity. You know, with one of you being the masculine energy, the more core natural energy, and one of you being the more natural core. Uh, feminine energy to create Mm -hmm. polarization in in any sort of relationship, regardless of uh, whether they're same sex or opposite sex.
2: Absolutely. Uh, It never fails. I I will get about once or twice a month, I'll get an email from someone who says, you know, you're really living in the dark ages with this masculine feminine energy thing, Adrian, gender issues. You should, you should not be speaking about this because of gender. And I tell them, look, even in non-binary relationships or in homosexual any type of relationship there is one partner that is more in a feminine energy and one in a masculine energy sometimes you get partners that are both neutral and they almost function as one one being now if this works for a couple you know occasionally you'll meet a man and he wants to do everything 50 50. He wants you to pay half of the bills. He pays half of the bills. He wants you to do half of the work. He does half of the work. You'll meet some, a man like this. And then the woman, if there's any part of her that is not okay with this sort of 50-50 relationship, she'll begin to lose interest in him or in the bedroom, things won't feel good. They'll feel robotic. And, And without that passion and that toe curling experience that that masculine and feminine energy polarity gives us. So, there's always some feeling of that, of our, of feeling our partner's power, n- their natural power, and then our natural ability to receive in the relationship. Now, outside of the relationship, a woman can be in her masculine energy as much as she needs to. First, for example, her career or um, having any sort of business negotiation but you can also be in your feminine energy in your career. So it's just such a wonderful thing to uh, begin to experiment with when you feel it. I have a question for you. How do you experience that polarity? Because it is like a feeling of two magnets. Yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah, Coming absolutely. Into- I, 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 I do, I do experience it as having mas- massive, passion Massive um, aliveness and massive fulfillment in a relationship when you've got that polarity. Because if you if you are in neutral energy, like I was more more often than not with my ex husband, then all you've got really is a strong friendship, and that can work. And it worked for me for twenty three years. But you always feel like there's something lacking. I have to say.
2: Yeah, and even as we age, and maybe sex is not you know we we have less and less sex. We do different types of activities with our partner. Throughout our relationship, you're going to have so many seasons in your relationship. So when I feel that polarity with my husband, even if we're not in a particularly hot, hot summer, we're cooling down. It's the winter and that little bit of our relationship. I can still feel this polarity when I see him in action. When I see him taking charge and doing things as a man, I will get this actual feeling of this energy um, being around someone that is taking action, doing things, moving towards me, taking care of us, planning for our family. And then just before you know it, it's springtime. And then it's heating up to summertime again. And we're, we're back in this passionate relationship. And so, you know, relationships are always expanding and contracting. And the beautiful part about masculine and feminine energy is trusting that process and trusting what you're feeling in your body, finding those feelings and noticing if you're having triggers, if you're wanting to run from those feelings, or if you can allow some of those feelings without judging them, controlling them, or necessarily taking action. Yeah, so true. So for you, then, I believe that you're.
1: When you're coaching and training and uh, working with your clientele, you, you're sort of really focusing on the feelings and, and listening to your body and, and that intuitive knowing that we have as feminines.
2: Yeah, I have something called the parfait method, where you have a parfait or a trifle <laughs> if you're in the UK. And it's about these layers that we have. And then you have a core emotion. And masculine energy is a very knee jerk type of reactive way of responding. Yeah. This is why guys, they hear the wrong word. They punch the other guy, you know, (laughs) they just react. So women, we can be this way too, where we feel something and we will instantly feel either angry or disappointed. Disappointment is a huge one I run into with my clients or they'll feel some sort of anxiety. Like I'm not good enough. Or uh, and things aren't ever going to work out with this person. This person doesn't want me. Or resentment is another one. Ooh, resentment. Mm. Yes. Yes. So true. So if your partner does or says something, the first feeling you feel is at the top of that parfait. And we want to just keep going deeper. Okay. So this takes a little bit of time. It takes some practice to get used to listening to your body and finding that feeling. So for example, in my marriage, if my husband says or does something that rubs me the wrong way, we maybe get off on a bad start. I know within that first couple of seconds, I will get a feeling in my body that wants me to like do something to jump in and make something happen. And I, and I call that feeling. It's it's a lot like the reflex you have. If you saw uh, a teacup, about to fall off your desk table, you're like, oh, you want to reach for it. Yeah. And so when I get that feeling in my body, one of the first things I do is I just put my hand to my chest and say, Hey, I feel you. I feel this feeling and I'm going to get to you in one moment, but first I have to stay present. So my inner boy is ready to go immediately, <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell him I'm going to be with you in just a second because he's important. That feeling, that urgency I'm feeling is important, but it's just going to wait for a second. And then I can take a couple of breaths and I can ask myself, what else am I feeling? Usually there's some sadness or fear or uh, loneliness or, you know, some other uncertain feeling. And then when I can speak that to my partner using, I feel and then the word the feeling then you make me <laughs> i'm pointing <laughs> the finger at him oh yeah or i feel word 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 then what you're feeling it's not how it works i feel like you are making me or i feel it's i feel sad i feel lonely i feel scared right now i feel hopeless and then i always say give the ball back to the man and say what do you think what do you think we should do if that feels right And put the energy back into his hands so he can go into problem solving. It's a great way to just drill down those emotions and discover what am I really feeling like? Because if you have a feeling that wants to take action and do something and there's no emergency. So remember, urgency is a huge Thing that masculine energy gets us to do is that urgency to go take action feminine energy is more about taking a few breaths leaning back letting some things unfold but always always having boundaries and protecting herself
1: yeah absolutely it's not it's not about being some sort of airhead like some people think or or <laughs> being uh you know a doormat for men to walk on is it that is not the at all <laughs>
2: never fails I I'll get a comment from someone who says I can't believe you're telling women not to think and not to solve problems well this is why women suffer with some so much anxiety and and other issues is we're over functioning and we're doing our work and the man's work
1: yeah which doesn't feel comfortable or natural to us does it you know once we actually take off that masculine suit of armor so to speak it's so 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 liberating <laughs>
2: Yeah. I love that you called it a suit of armor because for me, it was like I just had this tough exterior around me. I was so tough, but on the inside, I was falling apart. On the outside, I look tough to everyone, but I come home, I'm by myself, I'm crying my eyes out. And that's not how it's supposed to be. So I put the crying, I put the feeling part on the outside like I'm here to feel. And the more your partner, you know, if they are saying or doing something as partners will do, that upsets you and you're able to express it with, oh my gosh, that hurts or ouch, or I feel whatever you're feeling. The man, instead of challenging him with intellectual discussions and psychological terms and things like this, you're able to just say, this is how I feel. And then you get to see what your man can or cannot do. And I have to say, be ready to be surprised with what a guy can do to solve a problem. Sometimes when they get into their masculine energy, when you give them a little time and space, it's really amazing how it all just works out organically.
1: Yeah. And I think it's important to stress, you know, uh, what's more important to you as a woman that probably listening to this right now probably can identify with some of the things that myself and Adrian have been discussing. And that is, is it more important for you to be right or is it more important for you to maintain intimacy with your partner?
2: Mm, it's such a good question. And in the moment it can be so difficult because our inner boy wants to jump up and defend us. And mine is almost like a, a, an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> like a, mine's a district attorney inside of me and he is so good with facts and uh, justice and right and wrong and balancing things. And my inner girl, she just feels, and she also has boundaries. And this is an important part of this work is to have a boundary. This isn't about letting your partner do or say, well, let me rephrase this. Your partner may do or say anything to you, but you always have the power to have a boundary to separate yourself to have a statement or to get yourself to a safer place, whether it's leaving the room or telling your partner, um, you know, please, I I don't know yelling. I won't stay and communicate with you if there's yelling or I've noticed we haven't spoken in a few days. I'm curious where our relationship stands. Curiosity is a big feminine energy tool to be curious and get clarity. I have something in my work called Diamond Girls. Where I, all my feminine energy women, I call them my diamond girls because they have all the characteristics of a diamond and getting that clarity is a big part of this work. You don't want to just walk through your relationship, not knowing where you're going with your partner. If you've been dating, you know, nine, 10 months and you want to be a wife, or if you're with your husband and things are just so hot and cold and hot and cold, and you want more stability, you're able to come to your partner, let them know how you feel. And also have a boundary in place if you need it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're not educating women to accept unacceptable behavior when we're talking about masculine and feminine energy, especially in a conflict situation, are we?
2: Especially. In fact, women struggle with boundaries. We struggle with knowing what they are. We feel disappointed and we know we're feeling something. And. A big one I get is a man was disrespecting me. He was disrespecting me. So you have to figure out like he's disrespecting you because on some level he's, he's getting away with it. And when you put that boundary in place that I'm this high quality woman, I'm a diamond girl. I don't accept that sort of behavior and you're able to have that boundary and let him know how it feels when that boundary gets pushed or ignored or whatever it may be you have the best chances of making this relationship stronger, more loving. Now, this isn't, doesn't mean that every man is going to be able to do this flawlessly. This is a practice. Yeah. It's a practice. Men are going to mess up. Oh boy. (laughs) And so will we. And I always think of that when my partner comes to me and if he's especially heightened or, um, you know, spiraling or in an emotional state, I think of the times that I come to him the exact same way. And I expect him to be there for me. And so, so often in a situation like that, if your partner is in his feminine energy for that moment, he's feeling, and he's experiencing, it doesn't mean it's the end of the relationship. You have to also be able to meet him there. I call that really, really get him where if your partner is experiencing some big emotion Uh, He's upset that his boss, he he looked him over for a promotion or someone at work is irritating him. You just look at his face and see one emotion on that face. And you simply say, oh my gosh, you must be feeling so frustrated. Just that one word, frustrated, you must be feeling that. And if you're wrong, great, let the guy correct you. But now you're connecting and you're not solving his problems for him but you're connecting on some level.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I love that example. And it's all about creating a safe space for each other, isn't it, to to be able to be vulnerable when we need to be.
2: Oh, I love that, exactly. It's not about, here's a line, I'm feminine, you're masculine, you have to always be the one who supports us and takes care of us. It's It is about coming together. If you really think about a Venn diagram, you're going to have masculine and feminine energy. There are going to be certain times a woman absolutely goes into her masculine energy. I took a trip not too long ago with my husband where he wasn't feeling well during during the trip. And I had to take over a little bit, getting us to the right place on time and calling a car. I have different strengths than he does in that moment. And that's fine. It's not a way of life. This is just temporarily how this you know temporarily i'm having to lead but we're coming together as one as one unit in that moment
1: thank you for sharing that example because it's okay like you say, to to occasionally default into masculine energy whether that's in the workplace whether you're in a sporting environment and you need <laughs> it for the competitiveness or or even yeah. if you're in a dangerous or fearful situation and you need to step into masculine energy to protect yourself in that moment
2: yeah I, you know I love that. I I love that. That made me think of playing like board games or something like that with my husband. And we puzzle a lot and I'm very good at sorting. I like to sort all the puzzle pieces, but then I'll look over there at him and he'll be already putting the edges together. And I'll go, wait a minute. I want to put together some of the edges. You know, it's such a good example because we have our, our, each our strengths but the guy will go right to putting the puzzle together and let you sort all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I, <that> was true. <laughs> and I have to put a boundary. When we do a puzzle together, I say, Hey, I'm doing these parts. These are the parts I want to do in this puzzle. Don't you do them. <laughs> let me have my fun. Right. Cause the guy will just take over. It's what
1: their name. Is That's very true. That's very true. Well, we're coming up more towards the end of our episode now so adrian what, what is the best contact information that our audience can use to get in touch with you should they be interested in reaching out and connecting
2: well anything you want to find out about me is on my website and that's everheartcoaching.com and that's ever then h-e-a-r-t coaching.com i've got my podcast, i've got my programs i have a best-selling ebook there's so many things you can learn about me just by visiting my website Coaching.
1: Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. And any final words of wisdom around this really great and vast subject of feminine energy that you would like to share before we close up the episode?
2: I do. I have one final nugget that I would love to share. So, I do have this best selling ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. I have written out all these scripts and words and phrases that help you get into your feminine energy. Now, this work is ultimately about how you feel, correct? You have to find how you feel. You have to go through that parfait, find that core feeling. But one of my favorite scripts I share in that book is, I feel, I don't want, and what do you think? Now, let's use it as a quick example. I want you all to try this today when you're uh, communicating with your partner. So let's look at me with my puzzle (laughs) and me and my husband. So um, I'm feeling left out. I don't want to, you know not let you do this part of the puzzle or control this puzzle in any way. What do you think? And let your partner go into problem solving and see how that works. So it's I feel, I don't want. what do you think?
1: Fabulous. Great example. Thank you so much, Adrian. That's been a really insightful and really great conversation today.
2: Oh, thank you for having me, Lynn. I've really enjoyed speaking with you. I'd love to do this again sometime.
1: I'm sure we'll have you back on again. It's, it's a, You're a, a definitely one of my aligned guests that, that's definitely very much doing what I'm doing. Thank you so much for coming with me today and sharing in all your insights around the feminine energy topic.
2: My pre- my pleasure, Lynn. Thanks again.
1: So it just leaves me to say true love starts with opening our hearts. And until next time, good boat
2: for now. Thanks for
0: listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.